What's up, guys? It's your boy, Anthony. Come back to another episode of Let's Talk NASCAR. I apologize for the long hiatus because I had a lot of stuff going on, including me getting sick. I'm well now, but without further ado, let's get into it. Our review is going to be of Hendrick Motorsports. The 5, the 9, the 24, and the 48. That's going to be my review. Follow me on all the social media platforms. Follow me while Follow the speaker. And we're going to get into this. I'm going to give Hendrick Motorsports a B-plus rating for this past season. And that is because I frankly thought this was going to be... And you can... A lot of people can quote me on this too, by the way. I said there's going to be Chase Elliott's championship to lose or... Hendrick was like they're gonna they're gonna run away with this, and it was Chase Elliott's championship to lose in my opinion because they in the playoffs Hendrick Motorsports dropped the ball. Now to Kyle Larson's credit, I'm not gonna say to his credit, but I might because <laughs> I wasn't gonna say to his credit because. There's in like some other aspects, like in other sports, you're more in control of the outcome. Like for instance, there will be games where a game will be decided by a controversial call, but the main talking point the next morning is what led to that point. And a lot of times, nine times out of 10, they either got behind a lot early or they're blowing a lead. In motorsports, you can have a lot of these crapshoot events and it's just unfortunate how it happens. Or you can have things like phantom cautions or cautions to just bunch up the field and that just creates chaos. And what we see right here in NASCAR what you don't get in other sports is you got you're going against a bunch of other guys on the track and every car is a point not just for you but for everybody else. So you're doing the best you can. Somebody else has to do whatever they can. They see the opportunity they're going to take it, and you're doing the best you can. And then still don't got enough points. But a place like the Roval is what just got Hendrick Motorsports right there. That's what kept Kyle Larson from advancing. I believe Kyle Larson could have honestly. I believe if Kyle Larson was going for a championship, he could have won it this year. That's what I'll say. But based off of the performance I saw at, based off the performance that I saw at Las Vegas and Homestead, because if it wasn't for the instance between Kyle Larson and Bo Walls, I believe both of those cars, both of those drivers I mentioned would have been a force to be reckoned with that the whole day. But here's the B plus rating though. We saw William Byron, he got the win at he got we saw him show some speed, have success. We saw Alex Bowman show some speed, have some success. But we saw throughout most of the course of the year, it was really a two car show. And that's the thing with these bigger teams. You can almost clearly tell which teams have more focus put in on them. 
and they can still be in the bottom two teams. They can still be hey, competing at a very competitive level. And that's one thing I like about stock car racing. But at the same time, they're, that can be his downfall to teams as well. But Hendrick Motorsports, they made this work so well over years. And now this man is a very wealthy person. This is a very historic franchise, Hall of Fame winning franchise. With that being said, that B-plus rating comes into mind because it's like two guys that are just excelling with Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. And Kyle Larson, he had a down year, honestly, compared to last year. He was on it last year. He was just on it last year. But this year, he had a down year. And Chase Elliott, in the summer months, I feel like he was going to win a championship. I feel like... Chase was going to be the guy, he was going to go to Phoenix, dominate, and win the championship there. That's the feeling that I had. And then the playoffs started. Playoffs, it just throws a wild card and everything. You got the resets every three, after every three races. And and it's just, for one, he could have got eliminated at Martinsville. And that's not without saying how the other two drivers with William Byron and unfortunately Alex Bowman, he had a concussion sustained after a take after the crash that he had Texas Motor Speedway. Man, that's just unfortunate. He missed every race after that until the final race at Phoenix. I want to say the performance of William Byron, Alex Bowman. I don't think all four of these drivers are going to stay Hendrick and stay with Hendrick in the long run. In the short run, I'm not sure how much success we see from all these guys either. Because all four of these guys make the playoffs at tracks that they could have honestly... The playoffs all hosted similar tracks that they weren't won at or tracks that they have won at. But it didn't make it didn't make a difference. What's up guys? It's your boy Anthony. Come back to another episode of Let's Talk NASCAR. I apologize for the long hiatus because I had a lot of stuff going on, including me getting sick. I'm well now, but without further ado, let's get into it. Our review is gonna be of Hendrick Motorsports. The 5, the 9, the 24, and the 48. That's going to be my... Re- follow me on all the social media platforms. Follow me wildin'. Follow the speaker. And we're going to get into this. I'm going to give Hendrick Motorsports a B-plus rating for this past season. And that is because I frankly thought this was going to be... Up, and you can... A lot of people can quote me on this too, by the way. I said there's gonna be Chase Elliott's championship to lose or Hendrick was like they're gonna they're gonna run away with this. And it was Chase Elliott's championship to lose in my opinion because they in the playoffs Hendrick Motorsports dropped the ball. Now to Kyle Larson's credit I'm not gonna say to his credit, but the I might because <laughs> I wasn't going to say to his credit because 
There's in like some other aspects, like in other sports, you're more in control of the outcome. Like for instance, there will be games where a game will be con- decided by a controversial call, but the main talking point the next morning is what led to that point. And a lot of times, nine times out of ten, they either got behind a lot early or they're blowing a lead. In motorsports, you can have a lot of these crapshoot events and it's just unfortunate how it happens. Or you can have things like phantom cautions or cautions to just bunch up the field and that just creates chaos. And what we see right here in NASCAR what you don't get in other sports is you got you're going to get a bunch of other guys on the track and every car is a point not just for you but for everybody else. So you're doing the best you can. Somebody else has to do whatever they can. They see the opportunity they're going to take it, and you're doing the best you can. And then still don't got enough points. But a place like the Roval is what just got Hendrick Motorsports right there. That's what kept Kyle Larson from advancing. I believe Kyle Larson could have, honestly... I believe if Kyle Larson was going for a championship, he could have won it this year. That's what I'll say. But based off of the performance I saw at... Based off the performance that I saw at Las Vegas and Homestead. Because if it wasn't for the instance between Kyle Larson and Bo Walls, I believe both of those cars, both of those drivers I mentioned would have been... A force to be reckoned with that the whole day. But here's the B plus rating though. We saw William Byron, he got the win at he got we saw him show some speed, have success. We saw Alex Bowman show some speed, have some success. But we saw throughout most of the course of the year, it was really a two car show. And that's the thing with these bigger teams. You can almost clearly tell which teams have more focus put in on them. And they can still be, in the bottom two teams, they can still be a competing at a very competitive level. And that's one thing I like about stock car racing. But at the same time, that can be his downfall to teams as well. But Hendrick Motorsports, they make this work so well over years and now this man is a very wealthy person this is a very historic franchise hall of fame winning franchise with that being said that b plus rating comes into mind because it's like two guys that are just excelling with chase Elliott and kyle larson and kyle larson he had a down year honestly compared to last year he was on it last year he was just on it last year but this year, he had a down year, and Chase Elliott, in the summer months, I feel like he was going to win a championship. I feel like Chase was going to be the guy, he was going to go to Phoenix, dominate, and win a championship there. That, that's the feeling that I had. And then the playoffs started. Playoffs, it just throws a wild card and everything. You got the resets every three after every three races, and and it's just, for one, he could have got eliminated at Martinsville. 
And that's not without saying how the other two drivers with William Byron and unfortunately Alex Bowman, he had a concussion sustained after a take after the crash that he had at Texas Motor Speedway. Man, that's just unfortunate. He missed every race after that until the final race at Phoenix. I want to say the performance of William Byron Alex Bowman. I don't think all four of these drivers are gonna stay Hendrick and stay with Hendrick in the long run. In the short run, I'm not sure how much success we see from all these guys either. Because all four of these guys make the playoffs at tracks that they could have honestly the playoffs all hosted similar tracks that they weren't won at or tracks that they have won at. But it didn't make it didn't make a difference. 